okay. So I came back upstairs and I met him. And he walked in through the door. It looked like he just got off of work. And I don't see him today, but I'm praying that his family and him get here. And then he said, I need to talk to somebody. His tears were coming down his eyes. And so I took him in this room. And I was just, what's going on? What are you thinking? What's, what are you feeling? And he said, uh, this morning, he said, my mind won't stop. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, I got a thoughts of hurting my family, and I have eight kids. And I got thoughts of suicide. Okay? And I'm like, okay, now walk me through your day. What, what happened at the beginning of the day? What happened? He said that... Uh, he had pain in his heart from being a, as he was growing up, the pain kept coming back that he, that he carries in his heart. And maybe some of you are there today. Maybe you've been carrying something in your heart for, since you were a child. And it just, that day it sprung up. And so he said, uh, I woke up that way and the pain was too much. I couldn't do it. I couldn't handle it. And I said, so what did you do? I said, do you use substances or alcohol? He said, no, I don't use any substances or alcohol, but today I did. He said, today I made a decision, wrong decision, and I, I, partook, I partook in something that I should not partook in. And I said, okay, well, you know that the Bible says that sin crouches at your door, right? Sin is sitting right outside your door. And, and I said, you have the power, you had the power to invite it in, or you had the power to keep it out, okay? The door handle didn't turn itself, turn itself and just walk right in. You opened it, and you said, Come on into my day. I want to entertain you. And, and I said, so we could fix that. And so I, I, I went in the room. I prayed for him. And when we came out, uh, Pastor, was, Pastor Bo was sitting right there. And I said, I want you to tell my pastor what you told me. So he opened up his heart and tears were running down his eyes. And he was talking to Pastor. And uh, Pastor said, let's, let's, let's do it all over again. Let's, let's say the salvation prayer again. Let's ask God to take all this evil that was coming out. Let's just bow on our knees right there. So the three of us bowed down right there at the stairs, and we prayed. We were praying with them. And then pastor said, I want to lead you in the salvation prayer. You want to say it again? He said, yeah, I want to say it again. And so we led him in the salvation prayer, and, and when we were praying, I felt this thing come over me. It was like, somebody's praying for this guy. Somebody is absolutely praying for him. And guess what Pastor Bo's words were after he said amen? He looked at the man and he said, son, somebody's praying for you. It's, it's crazy how I felt that. It's crazy that he affirmed that with what he was feeling. There was somebody praying for him. And I say that to you because your, your prayers have power. Your prayers have power. And when you're praying for, a lot of times we're carrying a lot of things about concerns and worries about our children and about life. But pray about it. Just pray. And, and even if it's a lost son or daughter, pray for them. Because I felt it that day and it was amazing. And I want you to know that your prayers have power. Okay? I want to, I want to tell you that today. Today in this place, it's a celebration. The Lord wants to celebrate with us. But he also does this. Put my title up, noted. Jesus is in our very midst. Okay? He's in this place right now. He's here with us. There's not nothing that you, can't, that you can hide from him. There's not nothing that you could disguise from him and, and try to hide it. He knows every single detail about you, what you've been going through, all the worries, all the thoughts, all the concerns, everything that you've been going through, it's exposed to him and he knows, right? So put up the first scripture. 
Matthew 18, 20, and this is a, a popular scripture and you know it. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. You guys believe that the Lord is here in the midst of us today? Amen. Amen. He's going to be doing some healing in our hearts today. He's going to be doing some personal touch to your, to your mind and to your soul today. Second scripture, put it up. Zephaniah 3.17 says this. The Lord your God is in your midst. He's a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you with his love. And he will rejoice over you with singing. You guys see that? He's in our midst. He's singing over you. He's happy that you made it to church on Sunday to help us celebrate what God's doing in this house. So today, I want you guys just to get one thing right, and this is it. Put the first picture up, Noden. This morning, his presence is our priority. Okay? This morning. Guys, don't be distracted. Keep your eyes on him. His presence is our priority in this house and this service today. I want you to say, God, I want nothing but your presence this morning. Okay? When we come together, he's always in our midst. He's always here. There's no problem too big for him. There's no issue that he can't help us with. But he's expecting us to acknowledge that, okay? Put up the second picture. Jesus changes everything, okay? Maybe you had no hope when you walked through the doors. Maybe you thought this is just a dead-end situation. I'm telling you, Jesus changes everything, okay? Today, in our midst, it's going to change everything that we carried in here. Last one. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we don't have to carry this no more. Thank you that we don't have to worry about this no more. Thank you that we don't have to live this way no more. We get to fix things today. So if you need to fix something with the Lord, today you're going to have that opportunity. But we're going to start with a confession over our lives. So raise your hands towards heaven. This is powerful, family. Together as a family, let me hear you. I confess that I need the sweet presence of Jesus that is manifested specially as brothers and sisters gather together in the name of Jesus. The Lord Jesus promised that he would be there among us as we gather in his name. And I commit to gathering regularly with others who are also seeking his face. Thank you, Lord. You said simply that we had to gather at the same time in your name and your precious presence would be there with us. I declare that I need that corporate presence of Jesus and that I will therefore take advantage of every opportunity to gather with other believers in Jesus' name. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Give the Lord praise. Amen. Let's pray. Bow your heads. Father, this morning... We acknowledge that you're here in our midst. Lord, there's some miracles that need to take place in the house, God. Just as you did with that young man that came in Tuesday night, Father. All of us are here by your design and by your purpose, Father. There's not nothing hidden from you in every person's life that's sitting in a pew today. You see everything that's going on with them and you know how long they've been carrying some stuff, God. Today I pray that you would just release your supernatural healing your supernatural presence in our lives, Father. We need this lifted from us, God. We need to be able to breathe again. We need to be able to hope again, God. 
We need to be able to know that you're with us, Lord, that you never leave us, that you never forsake us. And today we're sitting in your presence. We're sitting in your midst. So have your way with this service in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, Thrive Church. Take a moment, walk around, say hello, and then come back and worship with us. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. For He is good, He is above all things. His love endures forever. Sing praise, sing praise, sing praise, sing praise. Forever God is faithful, forever God is strong, forever God is with us, forever and ever and ever with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm his love endures forever before the life that's been reborn his love endures forever sing praise sing praise sing praise the rising to the setting sun his love endures forever and by the grace we'll carry on his love endures forever sing praise sing praise sing praise sing praise with us forever. 
Come on, one more time. Give the Lord a praise offering. As everybody knows, we are celebrating the ribbon cutting ceremony, the new parking lot, the new street. And when you when you think about that, you're like, well, what's so exciting about that? You're going to hear in the sermon and the message uh, just the vision behind. Um, it's about reaching people and having more people being able to come and, and to find hope and to find healing, find salvation. I remember before this building was here and it was just a field. We would walk um, the city streets. We would walk this property. We would spray it with um, anointing oil, and we were we would just speak and say, "God, someday there's going to be a church here, a sanctuary, a place where people of all ages can come, and they can just uh, receive salvation and all that you have for them." And now you're standing in vision. Everyone say vision. vision. You're standing in manifest vision, and uh, we want to give God all glory, all honor, all praise for that. So give the Lord a praise offering. We thank you, God. We thank you. And here's the biggest thing. Here's the biggest thing. Um, how many guys know God's not done yet? He's just getting started. God's not done yet. He's just getting started. So worship with us today as we worship him together. You're the God of the city. You're the king of these people. You're the Lord of this nation. You are, you're the light in this darkness, you're the hope to the hopeless, you're the peace to the restless, you are, there is no one like our God, there is no one like our God. God of the city, you're the king of this people, you're the Lord of this nation. Sing it, church. You are, you're the light in this darkness, you're the hope to the hopeless, you're the peace to the restless. You are. You're the God of the city, you're the king of these people, you're the Lord of this nation, you are, you're the light in this darkness, you're the hope to the hopeless, you're the peace to the restless, you are, Greater things are yet to come. Greater 
Pastor Bo asked me to sing this song, so... She was driving last Friday on her way to Cincinnati on a snow-white Christmas Eve. Going home to see her mama and her daddy with the baby in the backseat. Fifty miles to go, she was running low on faith and gasoline. It'd been a long, hard year. She had a lot on her mind and she didn't pay attention. She was going way too fast. Before she knew it, she was spinning on a thin black sheet of glass And she saw both their lives flash before her eyes She didn't even have time to cry, she was so scared She threw her hands up in the air Jesus, take the wheel, take it from my hands Cause I can't do this all my Oh, I'm letting go Give me one more chance 
I'm sorry for the way I've been living my life. I know I've got to change. So from now on tonight, Jesus, take the wheel, take it from my hands. Cause I can't do this on my own. I'm letting go. Give me chance cause I can't do this on my own Jesus take the free Sorry, I was just sitting there forgetting to come up because I was just lost in my wife's eyes. (laughs) Jesus took the wheel for a moment. And then I look over at Pastor Bo and he's smiling at me and I smile right back at me. He's like, son, get up there. So I'm here. I'm back. I'm back now. Uh, Sorry, I was just enjoying it. Uh, and just uh, that message, that message. Jill was telling me before service, she said, when I really think about the message of what I have to sing here in a moment, uh, it's hard not to break down because that's all of our story where we just, we're grateful that God comes in and, and he'll never take the wheel from us. We have to say that. We have to say, God, take this from my hand. He's never going to supersede our will. He's never going to forcefully um, impose himself on our life. But when we say, how many guys have said that in your life? Lord, take the wheel. I'm already spinning out of control. God, take the wheel. So she's like, I can't sing it. And I was like, you can, babe. And she did an awesome job. One more time, show my wife how awesome. Oh, 
So wherever you are in your journey in life, wherever you are in your walk with God, I truly believe that God is good to us when we don't know him, when we don't serve him. God is kind to us. God is gracious to us. When our hearts and our backs are turned towards the Lord and we're doing our own thing, I've experienced the goodness of God in my sin, in my darkness, in my, in my rebellion. However, there comes a moment when you turn your heart towards God and you just begin to to connect with God and say, God, I, I want to do things your way. And how many guys know that that just moves the heart of God? Because he's good to us when, when we're, our back is turned towards him. But when we say, God, I need you, God, take the wheel, there's a certain level of blessing in that. And then I believe that there, I really believe there are different levels of blessing in God. When you're really, we're in the middle of a 21-day fast right now as a church. When you really go after the heart of God with everything inside of you, I believe the blessings of God are, they even they even become more powerful in your life. I truly believe that. And I want to share a scripture right now as we give to the Lord and we continue our heart of worship. Go ahead, put that verse up, Noden. And it just talks about the different levels of our life. If you really read the word and see what it's saying, it says, um, for they gave according to their means. And I can remember a time in my life and in Jill's life and in our marriage where we weren't even on the same page with each other or God. And we didn't give according to our means. What I believe the word of God is saying is there's an expectation that God has. And he talks about the tithe. He talks about obedience. And he says, this is what I'm requiring of you. How many guys know God wants us to be obedient to his word? And there are times in life when we're not. We're doing our own thing. But then Jill and I got on the same page. And we said, we're, we're tired of living this way. We're tired of not doing. So we're going to give according to our means. We're going to do what you tell us to do. And here's the next part of the verse. As I can testify... And beyond their means of their own accord. And now Jill and I are at the place where we've covered that second step. There's a time where we weren't doing what we needed to do. There was a time where we got on the same page with God. We started giving according to our means. And then that last part of our own accord, Jill and I started to give beyond our means. And all I mean by this is sometimes your life mathematically, your bills, your income, your outcome, you put it all on paper and it doesn't make sense sometimes. And there's a part of God that where God covers that gap. How many guys have experienced that in your life? You're like, I'm not bringing in enough to do what you've called me to do, God. But if I tithe and I, and I listen to the voice of God and I do what you've called me to do, then I'm going to be able to give beyond our means. And Jill and I, it was a sacrifice when we, when we um, started sponsoring our first child in Ethiopia. Then we started to do more as God enabled us. But it only comes down to trusting God and hearing the voice of the Lord. No person can tell you what you need to do. But I love that last verse, that, that part where it says, of their own accord. There just came a time in our life where we said, let's do more. Let's try to do more. And God has helped us every step of the way. How many guys believe God will bless you according to your means and even beyond your means? Nobody can force you. No one can make you. But there'll come a time in your life where you'll say, God, I just want to, I want to do even more. But God, if we go beyond our means, you're going to have to help us. We're going to have to every step of the way just by faith, be able to do it. And I'm telling you, month after month, year after year, God has just helped us go beyond our means. And, and, and that's not a testimony of us and our goodness. It's a testimony of God and his goodness and how he enables us to do it. So let's pray, church. Let's ask God to bless our giving today. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that in every season of our life, in every part of our journey, when we don't know you, you love us and you're good to us. God, when we get on the same page with you, God, there's a, there's a blessing in that that we haven't experienced before. And then when we go above and beyond, Lord, we live beyond the measure of our means, God. There's 
there's a, there's a deep, deep blessing that we walk in. There's miracles. It's miraculous to see you provide. I believe our church, God, is living beyond our means in the best possible way where that increased faith, God, that increasing faith in our life is just, it's, it, it's in action. And we thank you for that today. We ask you to take what's given. We ask you to bless it. We ask you to multiply it and use it for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, please take a moment and watch these announcements. Are you looking for a big return on a small investment? Bring your canned and dried goods to the Cross in the Lobby next week, the third Sunday of the month. Everything brought in goes directly to our guests at the Food Pink, so you don't want to miss out on an opportunity to be a blessing. To celebrate fall, Thrive Youth is hosting an all-church family fun fest on October 15th at 3 o'clock p.m. Bring the whole family out for games, a hayride, lang dancing, a chili cook-off, and even photo ops. It's going to be a great night and you don't want to miss it. All seniors 55 and over are invited to our monthly luncheon October 16th after the 10.30 a.m. service. It's free, it's delicious, and we've saved a seat just for you. So grab a senior friend and come on out. Are you 55 plus? Come out for a day of great fun and fellowship. Thrive Seniors will celebrate fall with Pozole. Meet us in the community room at 11 a.m. on October 22nd. For just $12, we'll be serving up delicious pozole, bread, that means tortillas, and all the trimmings, drinks, desserts, and a chance to win a great prize. Then stay a little longer and play hot potato. Sign up in the lobby today. The Treat Street Outreach is back and just around the corner. There are lots of ways that you can help us be a light in the night to our community. Make sure that you invite all the families that you know to come out and enjoy this drive through event right here at Thrive Church. It will be October 31st from 6 to 8 p.m. There will be lots of treats, candy, and fun, and no kid should have to miss out on that. It takes a lot of people to make an event this big a success. Sign up and have your trunk in the walkthrough lineup. We need 45 cars, or you can join another team to make a super scene. You can also help with greeting people, parking, and security. Sign up at the Guest Center. This means that we also need you to bring all the candy that you can. You can't have a treat street without candy. Drop off your contribution in the container out in the lobby today. Are you fasting and praying with us during the 21-day fast? Let's continue to pray and seek God's face for direction, deliverance, and an outpouring of His Holy Spirit and power. Share with us what God is doing in your life. Post your testimony on the Thrive Facebook page or fill out a Connect card and drop it in the offering. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. Kind, compassionate, joyful, energetic, charismatic. Do you know who I'm talking about yet? Generous, anointed, consistent, wise, enduring, and endearing, strong, and loving. That's right. I'm describing Pastor Bo and Teresa, and they deserve to be honored. We will be celebrating them for serving Thrive Church as the senior pastors for 25 years at the Silver Celebration. On October 23rd, we'll have just one very special service at 10 a.m., and then there will be an open house that afternoon at the Westminster Recreation Center from 1 to 4 p.m. There will not be adult or children's Bible studies that morning. 
Church family, join in the fun. Let's make a memory together as we kick up our heels and bless our pastors. Amen. Welcome to Thrive Church. Are you here to worship the Lord? God is good. You look like you uh, worship better on this new carpet. Yeah, it's good to have all of you. Um, You all are smiling and excited, and I'm excited to um, all of these celebrations going on where we get to celebrate one another and celebrate our community and to see um, souls saved for the kingdom of God. Amen? Our goal is always that people will come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. He came into my life in January uh, 25th, 1976, right before I got pregnant with my first son. I'm so grateful that I didn't have any children without God in my heart. You know, that was my, my biggest assignment as a mom, as to raise my children to love the Lord with all of their hearts. So I'm so grateful to be here today. If you are visiting with us for maybe the first time, can you just wave at me a little bit? Just wave at me. Oh, God bless you. Good to have you over here. And I think I saw some more hands over here as well. But at, oh, right here, right here. God bless you. It's good to have you. I don't know who invited you, but I'm so grateful they did. At the conclusion of today's service, stop by our guest center and receive um, a special gift that we have prepared for you. We would love to just bless you and say hi to you, and then you can um, go out and maybe even enjoy our beautiful celebration outside. There are so many miracles happening all around us, all around us. I mean, I know that this service is going to be jam-packed full of testimonies and miracles and things that God is doing in people's lives. And I just pray that your spirit is wide open so that you will get to enjoy and feel um, the presence of Almighty God. Some of you are celebrating birthdays in here today. If it's your birthday today, wave at me. I'm looking over here. It's your birthday today, Ryan? What? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. God bless you. This is a man of God. You came out of darkness into God's light. Amen. Amen. Is there any other birthdays in here? Uh Uh-huh. That's what I thought. Happy birthday, Zena. I love you, sweetheart. Zena's right here. Where's Zena at? Turn me on, guys. Where's Zena? Zena, there you are. Oh, I couldn't find you. Beautiful woman of God. Zena, we just want to bless you in the name of the Lord. Amen. We love you. We're connected. We're, we're both from Africa, from Ethiopia. Amen. Amen. My heart. In my, my heart. Our <laughs> heart. I see another birthday back here. Dana, it's your birthday today? Oh, yay. Dana, happy, happy birthday, birthday sweetheart. Happy birthday. Oh, my friend. Happy birthday. And someone is Who screaming. Else? Someone's Who else? screaming. Today's your birthday? You married, oh, you that, married man. that man. You don't know his name, but you married that man. And she it's married his birthday. that man right there. Yeah. <laughs> we need I to pray it. for them so they'll get acquainted. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Happy anniversary. Dwight, ha- Happy anniversary. Yes. God bless you all. I'm so excited to worship the Lord with you together this morning. God bless you. Don't go there, Jill. All right. We're, hey, it's good to be with you today. I'm Pastor Bull. And uh, I just am grateful today. There's so much. Oh, there's so much uh, we have planned in the service. I just need to get moving here. We want to, oh, no, come on up. 
Uh, Noah's got an announcement. I didn't see you, Noah. <laughs> How did I miss you and Selena? You look better with her by your side, brother. I know, I know. Tell him what happened to your voice real quick. I think it was the Bronco game. I'm watching the Bronco game yelling at the TV saying, run it on fourth and one. Run it on fourth and one. And my voice like went away. Why should they run it on fourth and one? Don't you learn from? The Super Bowl. All right, okay. (laughs) Just real quick, just want to take a few minutes. Um, uh, We're having the family fun uh, hayride this coming Saturday, the 15th. Everyone say the 15th. From 3 to 8 p.m., come on down. The whole family's invited. Um, <clears throat> I made a list here so I don't forget. Um, so what we want to do is just bless the church family. And if the community comes in, that's great. But most of all, we want to bless you all. And um, so what we're going to have is a couple of uh, contests just for fun. So uh, we want you to bring your own pumpkin that's already carved and we're going to um, judge those. We have a prize for it. We have a couple other ones. One is a chili cook-off. I heard some of you all saying you have uh, some good chili. So bring it on in. All right? It could be green chili. So you're going to judge them, huh? Who has the best chili? Yeah. All right. And I think pastor's going to... That's gonna... how we did this. We had people that brought chili with pineapple. I never had that before. It was great. Some of the... It was really good. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I heard some people saying they want to be the official tasters of the chili. That's fine. Yeah. Who, 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 is, who okay. are the tasters? <laughs> who, you know they got to be brown. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Don't, throw, don't get mad at me. I'm kidding. <laughs> Somebody came to me and said, can, can I just bring chili beans? I'm like, sure, bring it on down. Yeah, That's any fine. kind of chili. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll have a, a prizes for that. We have a cornhole tournament. We have a horseshoe tournament. Um, of course, we have the uh, horse and cart that's going to uh, go around the neighborhood. We have some trophies and some uh, medals that we're going to give out. Uh, it's I a wagon. A wagon, horse and wagon. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a hayride wagon. Hayride. <laughs> that Bronco game really did something to it you. Did. Didn't it did. <laughs> Man. I was driving this morning to church, and I said, I got to test my voice out. So I'm in the car saying, hello, church family. And it felt like there was a frog in there just squeezing my vocal cords like, no, bro, you're not going to say anything today. No, no. So I'm sorry, guys. Um, Bring your own lawn chair if you come. Okay, Uh, We're going to have a DJ set up, maybe some line dancing, yeah, we're going to have some fire pits, some s'mores. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to have other food, so come on down. We're going to have some photo opportunities for you teenagers that love the uh, selfies. Uh, we have plenty of those, and it's just a lot of games, a lot of fun. There's going to be a jumpy castle for the kids. It's going to be great. Am I forgetting anything? Okay. Um, because it's going to be happening all day, you're going to want to bring your sweaters or jackets because as the sun goes down, that's when the horse and the wagon will be here. Um, so that's when that starts happening, and then that's when the fire pits will come out and right. the s'mores and all that stuff. So bring your jackets. Right. Aren't they beautiful, everybody? Aren't they beautiful? I love you guys. Baby, I want you to get up. In three rows back, there's someone that wants to say hi to you, all right? So go ahead and go back. All right? All right. Everyone stand on your feet, please. And did you have a chance to greet everybody? Take, 
about five seconds, greet the people around you. Tell them how wonderful, beautiful they look. Come on, greet them in Jesus' name. We're a family. There you go. Get their name. Get their name. Gabe, it's good to have you here. Oh, my goodness. You take good care of us at, when we work at the Bronco Games. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm so honored to have you here. Go ahead. Get it done. If you're sitting and not saying hi to anybody, you're going to turn into a pillar of salt. All right. I don't know what's going on with my mic, but they'll work it out. I, think. I love you. I'm so blessed. This guy, Gabe, the guy I'm saying hi to, he hooks us up when we go to the, when we work the Bronco games. We work the Bronco games to raise money to help people go to Ethiopia. People come to us and they say, um, they say they want to go to Ethiopia. So we work Bronco games and the CU games and other events to help people when they say they want to go, to help them raise their money. So if you would like to go to Ethiopia, that's a way for you to go as you work the Bronco games with us. And that guy hooks us up. He puts us in the best spots. And if you're on Facebook, you saw me go out on uh, close to the field. And uh, usually they would put me on the field, but they've changed some of their, the way they do things now. And, uh, and so Gabe takes care of me, and he gets me close to the field. So I get to hear all the, the cheering and everything. Gabe, good to have you here. Sydney, run up here. Run, run up here. This is Sydney Ariano, and she's back from college, everybody. Just say hi. She missed you all. You know, I'm very proud. I'm very proud of her because she's hit some obstacles. And this is why it's so important for you to pray for our kids that are in high school and in and middle school and elementary and college because they, she's going to a school that is not Christian-based, and she, that's where she wanted to get her education. But she's facing so many things, and she's, she's, she uh, needed to come home to get, to get uh, a dose of you folks. She just needed to come to church. And I'm just so proud of her. See, she's moving forward in her life. She's, she's been ch- inside, inside she's been challenged to want to, she's got a dream, a big dream in her life to do something big. And so she wanted to go to this college that would just give her what she needed to step into the field that she wants to step into. But not all the people there are, are Christians. You need to hear this, everybody. That's why we, we're, we're very careful, very careful who we let our kids hang around with. Don't ever be afraid to look at your kids and say, you're not hanging around that, with that person. You know, it's up to you parents. Don't leave it to the school. It's up to you parents to train them. And then what you've given inside of them kicks in. And they say, you know what? I'm not going there. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that type of person. And she's made the decision to serve the Lord in, in college. Even people, she's telling me, even people that were raised in church, they go to these college and they don't even act like Christians. But this one loves the Lord, and we're proud of her, okay? <laughs> she, she came into the office, and she said hi to me, and I had one of those uh, overwhelming uh, uh, times in there because I love 
our, our young people. I love the young people that God has brought into our lives, into the churches, and I just, I just want the best for them. I want you to open your Bibles. Open your Bibles to Proverbs. Have, have I forgotten anything? I'll talk about the, the, the carpet in a minute. By the way, thank you for coming. It's a big day. It's a big day. Uh, so remain standing. Some of you, your, your tires are going flat. What's going on? Get up, get up, get up, get up. Now, some of you, I know you need to sit, but some of you don't sit too long. You need to get moving. And that's what the message is all about. How many of you believe we need to keep moving forward in our lives? You got to keep moving forward. You got to keep moving forward. You got to keep believing and, and, and we're in a series, and the series that we're going through is uh, increasing faith. And that's what I want us to do. And we're getting ready to cut a ribbon on the new street and the parking lot. That would have never happened unless someone would have said, we need, we need this. and We need to keep moving forward. We need to go. And in your businesses, you need to, listen, you need to keep believing that it's, it's a, you know, to grow. In relationships, you need to grow. No one likes to be in a stale relationship. Well, that didn't. I heard one per, per person. Okay. Am I still in Thrive Church? You know, I just, you know, we, everything needs to keep moving. Your, your relationship with God keep, needs to keep moving. Your, your walk with God, your, your worship needs to even grow. I'm waiting on you. Everything needs to keep growing, and you were made that way. You have the DNA of God, and, and God is, is always creating. He's always people. Uh, anyway, let's look at this scripture. In Proverbs 4.25, I don't know if they'll, they got it. Look at that. Read it with me. Let your eyes look directly where? Backwards? Do you know why the windshield of your car is bigger than your rearview mirror? <laughs> Some of you go, whoa, whoa. It's a, you need a, a, a br- bigger window to look out as you're going forward. And occasionally you look in the rearview mirror. Just occasionally. Just occasionally you glance. That's not where you need to focus. You need to focus forward. You need to keep looking forward. Some of you keep looking in the rearview mirror and, and you're, you've, you're stagnant. You keep going over things. You keep repeating what you've been doing in the past. Here's a word for some of you. Stop looking in the rearview mirror because that's where you're going to keep living. God wants you to move forward and keep moving forward. That's the plan he has for your life. It says, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. See, if you're not moving forward, you're standing still. And you're, 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 you're going to get stagnant if you're not moving forward. And God is, in you is designed, God's design in you is for you to keep moving forward, to keep growing. I hope you're better than you were last week. Last month, I pray that you know more of God's word. I pray that, that you, you, keep, you keep moving forward. Let's pray. Father, we ask you right now, God, for divine direction and speak through your, uh, your servant today. Thank you for your people. There's so much going on. 
God, help me to channel everything that's happening so, Lord, that you will be glorified and that souls will be saved. Lord, help us today. Help those that are in the hospital. Kathy Sabies in the hospital. I pray that you touch her right now. We pray for Marlon Bender, my friend, a servant that's been faithful to you for so long, God. I pray that you touch his body. I know, God, that you can turn this around. Whatever's going on in that body, I know, God, that you can touch it. And instantly, 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 God, you could heal it. I pray for those that are in this auditorium that are walking through a difficult time. I pray, Lord, that they will get their eyes looking straight forward, that they won't look inside, they won't look around them, they won't look behind. But, Father, they'll keep looking straight on because that's where you're calling them, God. I pray that you will help us, God to know that you're a miracle-working God and that there's miracles in the house. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You may be seated. Thank you. You're rooted in God. In fact, the Bible, Paul says, you're to be rooted and built up in God, strengthened in God, called of God, that he's, he's given you a new name, a new identity. You're rooted in God. And if you're rooted in God and in Christ Jesus, you're going to grow and you're going to keep moving forward and you're going to be healthy. If you're not, you're going to become rotten. And the things that you give out, people will, will not want it. It's decayed. God inside of you, get this, God inside of you has planted goodness in you. The fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, all of it is inside of you. And when you're rooted in Christ, you have a vision for your life. You are unstoppable. If you'll just continue to believe God. We stop ourselves at times, don't we? And some of you, your minds right now are thinking of times that you stopped yourself because you wouldn't believe in God. You wouldn't trust him enough. You weren't willing to step out on your own and say, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it, God. God, I trust you with the vision and the dream that you've put into my heart. We've got to keep moving forward in our lives, forward in faith. Moving forward in faith, there's rebirth. Being born again, being reborn, it's being revived, it's being resurrected. Some of you today, God wants to resurrect you because there's something inside of you that's keeping you down. And God says, in the name of Jesus, let me resurrect your life into a new way of living and walking. To be revitalized, to be refreshed. Some of you just need to be rebooted today. There's a kick in that. Watch out. Just to be refreshed in the Lord. First Corinthians, I think of when you get saved, it's, a, it's always a moving forward. You get saved and, and you confess Jesus as Lord and you keep moving forward. Then you get water baptized. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? Someone came up to me this, this morning and said, Pastor, when are you going to be when are we baptizing again? I said, just keep listening and we'll have that date out to you and people are going to get baptized. But people get saved, reborn, dedicated to God. And then they step forward and then they get water baptized. And then you get filled with the Holy Spirit. And that means getting drenched and just being baptized, solely immersed in the Spirit of God that you do things and say things you've never said before. You speak in a heavenly language, only a language that God gives to you. Somebody, if you know what I'm talking about, give God praise. 
So you're moving forward. You become better. You become better. Right, Ronnie? What a testimony. Our thinking is different. You, you become better than who you was. Some of you were great people. You were kind people, loving people. But Jesus makes you sweeter. That song, you get sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between my Lord and I. I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. Paul speaks to us and he says, the old is gone, the new has come. That's what happens. You just, you keep moving forward in your life with Christ. Everything gets healthier and healthier. Come on, somebody, let God pull you through what you're going through and let and become healthy in your life. Some of you are kicking yourself because you keep going through the same motions of life and you haven't changed. Hold on to Jesus. Get a hold of him. Stay in church, somebody. Stay in church and worship God. Get plugged into some groups here and let the Lord bless you. Increasing faith. Moving forward. I love what, what in Luke 17 and in 5 and 6, it says, And the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The apostles were saying, Lord, I need my faith increased. So the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. What faith is that? But the size of a mustard seed. Folks, I want to tell you today, you have it today. Let's let God raise us up and do something great in, our, in the body of Christ here at Thrive Church. Amen. So we move forward for him. Philippians 3.13 says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching where? Forward. Come on, say it. Forward. Are you reaching forward? Are you striving for that in your faith and in the vision that God has given to you? Are you reaching forward in your life? Or are you stagnant? See, either you're moving forward, Lauren. Are we moving forward? Are we just, are we going backwards in our walk? When you walked into the building today, you know, I love to celebrate people. But sometimes people walk in and they're not being celebrated because in their spirit, they're being, it's like they're, they're crushed because they, they don't feel like they're, they're, they're moving forward. But it's time for us, you and I, to make better decisions. Come on. So that when we come into the house of God, we're ready to worship the Lord. We're ready to serve God. We're ready to be a blessing to people. Moving forward in faith. Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Another translation says, without a prophetic vision, people run wild. Isn't that true? Without a word from God, a prophetic word, a life-giving word to us. I pray every time you come in here that your heart is hungry. And sir, you'll walk in here and it's like a prophetic word that God is speaking to you from the pulpit. From somebody, either Pastor Mike, Pastor Bo, Pastor Jake, somebody that you get into the house of God. And it's prophetic for you. Amen. It's going to change the momentum of your life and get you moving in the right direction. But it goes on and says, but blessed are those who follow. Everyone say follow. 
God's teaching. Isn't that good? Doesn't it sound so easy? I'm just going to follow God so I can keep moving forward. I'm going to follow God so I can be a blessing to people. I'm going to follow God so I don't keep condemning myself and, and, and just dry up in my life. I'm going to keep following God. Another translation says where there is no word from God, people are out of control. Do you know anybody like that? Don't look down the road right now. Don't look at anybody. Vision. Everyone say vision. Vision is negotiable for the believers. We all need a God vision for our lives. Do you believe that? And in this translation, it talks about the vision is a dream. What dreams do you have? What dream do you have? Jeremy, what what dream do you have for your life? I question us today in a good way. What dream do you have? Where is the devil trying to stop you? Do you need to think differently? Do you need to act differently? Believe differently? See, I believe that vision, we all need to have the vision. See, if the church doesn't have a vision, we're going to drift. We got to keep a vision. So when I look at the carpet, I see the carpet. I'm thinking, that's vision. Oh, my God. Took forever. You didn't hear me. I said it took forever. I don't want to blame COVID, but I, that's what they say. It took forever to, to order it and get it in. But then something happened as soon as it got in. Something kicked in in the men because I, you know, I, I saw men working. And I said, you know what? We're not going to pay those guys to haul stuff out. You know what we're going to do? We're going to get the men in the house to haul the pews, to unscrew the pews and take them out. And it was so cool to see the men come out. It was so crazy. They came out and it was like I saw people laying all over the place. Unscrewing them, man. Unscrewing. And then I finally heard, they're all unscrewed. And then these guys, man, I'm telling you, we've, we've got some big dudes in. Ryan, where's Josh? Josh, stand up. Stop. Ryan, stand up. These guys alone. <laughs> to God be the glory. I know you love the Lord. You guys can be seated. <laughs> I will never mess with you guys, ever, man. And then there was the men of the house that came in, and they just started lifting the pews and got them out. And then I thought, oh, they were heavy to get out here. Try to pick up, Jill, one of those pews, and thank you for singing that song. Jesus, take the will. I love that. Yeah. You try to pick up one of those pews, those long, they are heavy. And these guys were lifting them, getting it out. And I thought, and the carpet was in. And you saw, you, if you followed me on, on Facebook, you saw all the pictures. And even the women were crawling on the floor. Amen. Sharice, you were there. Raise your hand. There you are, baby. Yeah. She's small, but I wouldn't want to even tangle with her. Amen. All right. (laughs) Linda Charlesworth here. Just helping. Just helping. And then I thought, now that the carpet's in here, and and this week they're going to be carpeting the platform. So this is going to come up here now. It'll look really good. And uh, the piano. They're going to, after the service day, we're going to get some of you big, strong guys to lift that piano off the platform. I didn't see any guy say, you, you can ask me, Pastor Bo. I see that hand. I see that hand. All right. We're going to have to lift that off so we can, so we can carpet it up here. In fact, MJ is here. We just want to say, MJ, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is her piano. She's let us use it all these years So, MJ, we love you. God bless you. We love you. Amen. There's a lot of celebrating around here. 
So it's going to go up. All this carpet's going to come up here. But I thought, are the guys going to come back and help put the pews back in? And they came back. And they started putting them down. And I watched this. See, it starts with a vision, a dream, a dream. See, you've got to have a dream for your life. They started putting them down. And then to screw them in was a real job. See, are you grateful that the, the pews are, Mike, you helped us, Michael, to, that they're, they're screwed down? Because if they weren't, when you stood up, there would be a domino effect. All the way back, you all would fall down. <laughs> Come on, that was funny. I'm just telling a dream, a vision, what can happen. And they came in and screwed them down. Then Anthony and Linda, would you stand? They have a business, Granite. So if you need Granite, go to them. But they have a Granite business. And they called me and they said, Pastor Bo, I have, I have a crew. And remain standing. And I know this is tough, but I want to give honor to you folks. This is a day of celebration. And they have a crew. And they brought their crew in on uh, one of the days. I can't remember what day, Thursday, maybe Thursday. Brought them in. And uh, they turned them loose. And those guys got in here. And I never saw people move so fast, screwing the pews down. And we just want to say thank you to you folks. We love you. God bless you. A dream. A vision. Where there's no vision, people perish. And, and Jake said, it's all about souls. So... Today we're going to do a ribbing cutting in just a little bit, and, and we're going to dedicate the, the road and the, and, the, and the parking lot, and then afterwards we're going to eat some Mexican chicken. Not kidding, chicken. Chicken, fried chicken. That wasn't even funny. Chicken and, uh, and some potato salad. Honestly, I was trying to think of how can I bring some Mexican into this, you know, honestly. But I thought, Sosa, just let them do their thing. Don't, don't bring green chili and beans in. I thought every time you eat, you got to have beans and chili. But there'll be some chicken afterwards, the ribbon cutting. Folks, come. Get over there. Fellowship and have a good time, okay? It's going to be great. Can I show you something on the video? Uh, we made a video just pertaining to the street in the parking lot. Let's celebrate. Watch this. You can turn my in the monitor. And turn that music up, though. That's a dedication for the groundbreaking of working in the parking lot about a year ago. That's our Jill. Even during COVID, we wanted to keep it moving. We saw the guys wearing masks and the ladies praying over it. It was kind 
constant, every day praying for it. I even prayed in shorts, everybody. There it is. Mark Fisher. said amen we've got to keep moving forward Thrive Church always it just seems like I'm watching how God keeps moving us forward if it's a marriage conference you can turn me down in the monitors just a hair you guys are doing so good back there but a marriage conference we've never done one like this it's been years since we've done something to have Daryl and Tracy step in and say, you know what, we need this for our families. We want to build stronger. See, their, their vision is to build stronger families, Amen. marriages, relationships, stronger relationships. The new carpet coming in was a vision, dedication of the new parking lot, which we'll, we're going to do in just a little bit. Treat Street, vision to make a difference in the community. See, a church needs to make a difference in the community. Women's ministry. Lauren, stand up. Where you at, baby? Art, would you stand up with her? 
you know, they're starting the women's ministries. And it, I know that. <clears throat> Thank you. She says, I've no, never done it before. Well, when God's in it, he, he, he'll lead you. Come on. When God is in it, you can do all things through Christ. Thank you. You may be seated. Recovery Road. I think of these faithful people, Mike and Trina. Would you stand, guys? I'm celebrating them. I'm celebrating these people. So faithful. While we were putting in the carpet, this story, while we were putting in the carpet, uh, uh, we were all working. And Mike, you know, Mike brings in a young man. And, you know, I'm always thinking, you know, to our pastors, just take care of it. You know, I'm going to go work, you know, just take care of it. But Mike came up to me, and I knew it was serious. And there was a gentleman that came, that just pulled in off the parking lot. See, when, you, when God says you pray to the north, south, east, and west, and pray in people, he'll bring them in. See, you've got to ca- you'll catch the fish, then what are you going to do with it? Oh, that didn't go over. Let me go back over here. You clean it. You prepare it. So Mike comes in, and it's a young man that 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 came in off the street. He, you know, he just said I. Uh, he probably shared it earlier in the service that he just felt he had to come in the parking lot. So the young man comes in, and uh, and uh, we, I, I go over here, and I kneel down with him, Edmund. I see you, Edmund. Good to see you in Victoria. So I I knelt down next to him, and you know what the Lord told me. Lead him in a sinner's prayer first. So Mike and I got to lead this young man that came in. He had done something that he was ashamed of. Have you ever done something you were ashamed of? And he, he did something, and it, it did something to him. It was some kind of a drug. And he took it, and that's why we preach, stay away from that stuff. You may not want to hear it. Stay away from the alcohol, because you don't know what's in there, you know, it's, but stay away from the drugs. But here's this young man, loves his family, sir. He loves his family. And he's working hard. But he just, he got discouraged. And so he, he takes something into his body. All of a sudden, his mind starts, the enemy started working. And Chris, the enemy started telling, go home and, and kill your family. Yeah. Satan isn't playing games. And some of us think that, you know, just these little things, you, you know, temptations, he's, it's just not a little temptation. He wants to destroy you completely. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Come on, family. Isn't that right? Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So, so he's telling me all these thoughts are going through his mind. Mike and I went into warfare, praying for him. But we, first, I knelt down, led him in the sinner's prayer, and then uh, we kept praying for him. And I knew, I felt a release, Debbie, in me that the Lord was going to start working in his life. So Mike took him downstairs. It just so happened there was a recovery road meeting happening downstairs. Listen to me. Uh, Recovery road is here to help you folks. If you have any kind of a habit, you come and, and it's get on our website, find out when they're meeting, get into the recovery road, and it's helping people. This ministry is a force in this in this ministry. Amen. And it, the lives are being changed daily because of Mike and Trina, their vision uh, for people coming out of drugs. Give God praise in the house. It's a vision. The enemy wants to cripple you. 
Men's ministry is there for you to help you thrive. Youth ministry. Thank you, Noah and Selena. Stand up again. You're too good looking. Sit down. Children's ministry. Leonard and Teresa. Pray for them. they're, They're coming out on the backside of COVID. Can you believe it? And so pray for them. Thrive Academy. But the enemy wants to keep you down. And things will happen in your life that will cripple you and destroy your life. Teresa, would you come up? I want, uh, this was not done in the first service. This is just happening right now. And I want you to hear testimony of a young lady that had vision. And she was willing to push herself. And because of it, she's walking again. There we are. There we are. Um, Susan, will you come and join me on the platform? This young lady was in our youth group for years and years. Um, we've toilet papered a few houses together, right? <laughs> oh, I love you, sweetheart. Um, one thing that's really beautiful is that you kind of connected us so that we could work some of the um, games and stuff that we are working to raise money so that we can go to Africa and be with our kids in Africa. So I thank you for connecting us. And then I thank you for allowing, we got to meet this wonderful man man here. He, Gabe has been taking care of us and treating us so well. And so you're a good man. And thank you for helping us with our vision to, to bless our kids in Africa and to take care of them. Amen. So we are grateful, but there was a couple of years ago, I'm going to let her share the story, but um, when she began to share with me what has happened to her, she was involved in a horrific automobile accident on I-25. Um, some of the, the pictures that she may show may be a little bit graphic, and so if you are a little squeamish, you can close your eyes. And but, please do. Listen um, to that. You because just, we're going to show you how the enemy wanted to take this Christian yes. young lady out but that young lady, they said she'll never walk again. And did you see her walk up here on the and she's wearing. You need to see she's wearing the flip vision flops, she had for her life. So you know that there's a miracle that has taken place. But Susan, will you share with the family how great our God is? Gosh, so, so great. Yes. Um, my name is Susan. Uh, I was in their youth group. I grew up in church. Um, my parents prayed. My grandparents warriors, prayed. Prayer warriors. Prayer warriors. Um, I lost both of my parents in 2018, um, and it was a really rough time. Um, I was driving to work September um, 10th of 2019. Um, just, you know, we make our plans, but God... But God, ultimately, he he is the creator of our our paths. Um, I had planned a trip to Las Vegas that weekend. Um, The whole weekend, I so I'm driving to work, thinking of everything I need to do and take care of before I leave. Um, Driving down I-25. Uh, just Show before that picture, 84th, um, a guy in that truck, uh, hit, it was stop and go traffic. I jumped into the HOV lane and I was going 65 miles per hour. Uh, he jerked into my Susan, lane. Susan, this is your car right here, right? That's my car. Okay. It was totaled. 
If I had a passenger, they wouldn't have made it. I almost didn't make it. Um, I jump out and I'm like, I'm supposed to go to Vegas on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so we, I didn't see my foot. I had two angels. Diesel fuel was everywhere. My pants were wet. I had it in my foot. Um, They got me out of my car, two angels. I've had so many angels. Um, They came, they got me out. Can you walk? And I was like, yeah, I don't think so. And the guy's trying to put his shoe on my foot. And uh, they pulled me away. Um, They were scared that the cars, that the diesel would explode. Um, They get me to the ambulance. They get me in. I'm I'm going in and I'm telling my surgeon that... (laughs) The trauma surgeon, I'm going to Vegas on Friday. I was like, I Put have a band-aid my t- on it. Let's go. Yeah. I wasn't aware of my foot. On Upon impact, all I could say was, oh, my God, my chest. Oh, my God, my chest. And I kept saying it over and over. So on impact, I knew who to call. And we get there, we get to the emergency, and he's like, he's looking at me, and he's, I'm just sitting there going, I'm going to Vegas. So, I don't know, do what you got to do, because I'm gonna going. we're going to show you some pictures. <laughs> Be careful. These are graphic, real graphic. But you need Very to see the, the intensity of what took place in her foot. And so, the surgeon's looking at me. And his eyes, he looked scared. Keep moving, guys. And he's like... I don't even know if Keep I can going. save your foot. Keep going. I know, I know the power of God. I was raised with it. I saw it throughout my life. And he told me, I don't know if I can save it. And I told him, and I pointed at him, and I told him, in the name of Jesus, you are going to save my foot. And you're going to talk about me for a long time. <laughs> so three years later, I still see my surgeon every, every year. And I asked him if he would write me a little something to share with you guys. And it says, my good friend Susan Jimenez suffered a terrible injury to her foot and ankle when we first met. I was not confident that she would be able to keep it. However, I felt it was my duty to try. Multiple surgeries were performed over her hospitalization. With this type of surgery, it is very common for patients and surgeons to spend quite a bit of time during their recovery. I was amazed at Susan's attitude. She is a fighter and has a never-give-up attitude. And as I have come to find out, a person of great personal faith. It has been my pleasure to get to know her and see miracles occur. I am personally humbled by the opportunity I have had to play a small part in her journey. Daryl Austin. So, (laughs) praise God. Everything, we went in, we did a couple of surgeries, he did his thing. That next day, um, I had a cracked sternum, 12 broken ribs, a cracked pelvis, and almost almost lost my foot. And that next day, I, I don't know, my lung, my ribs, I was bleeding internally. All of my blood was in my lung. 
And after the surgery, it just, I was playing Casting Crowns 24-7, 24-7. I listened to, I meditated. It. Pastor Bo came to see me. Um, There were three accidents, four accidents that week. There was a gentleman that, young gentleman that died in the church. Uh, There was a 19-year-old in the room next to me that was brain dead. They were keeping him alive for his um, organs. And he was trying to take me out. (laughs) I came that close. They told me if I was in a regular room, I would not have made it. I wouldn't be here because my all of my blood was in my lung. We had to go through emergency uh, chest tube. Um, the, my blood was coagulating. Um, it was rough. It was rough. And even through, I was bed rest for three months. God and I got real close. <laughs> and it, I go everywhere I go. I tell my story um, because God chose me to be here, and I could have I could have been gone. And my sister asked me. She said, "Susan, had had you died, would you have woken up on the other side?" And I said, "Definitely." The faith that I had was, I knew. There was a picture that I posted of mustard seeds and how tiny they are. And it, every faith, I spoke out with all the faith that I had. Yeah, that's right. And I still, I told him, Dr. Austin, do you remember I told you that you were going to talk about me for a long time? He uses me in his courses. Yeah. Wow. Um, And some people haven't, you know, I've told them the story and they don't believe it, but I planted that seed and I am a miracle. So nobody can tell me, I mean, he told me he didn't think he was even going to save my foot and I've pushed and I've pushed, um, physical therapy. Well, Susan, did they tell you at any time that you would never walk again on that leg? They told me that it. It didn't look good. Yeah. And all my physical therapy, I talk about the G-O-G. And they would be like, well, what's that, Susan? And I said, that's the grace of God. (laughs) And it's by his grace that I am here and able to walk. Physical therapy, they were like, okay, well, you've already had your, you've met your quota. Um, I had another angel step in. And he paid, I don't know if him, her, the angel paid for over a year of physical therapy. I had to push myself because he's still working. (laughs) He's still working. And I'm here today because of him. So you may think, oh, you know, I was down. I was really down and depressed. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And... It has taught me uh, that I've struggled with it. Um, There's times I don't come out of my room for days. But now, God did not save me to be stuck up in a bed, depressed. (laughs) I got, yes, but God. And 
reach out, no matter where you are, wherever you think you are, you're worthless, you're not, oh, he doesn't care. He does care. Yes, he does. And I discovered Lauren Daigle, um, Rescue Me. So I would listen to Pandora 24-7, 24-7. There were nights I woke up and Rescue Me was playing. I listened to that over and over and over and cried. Another one is Loving My Jesus by Casting Crowns. That is my song. That is my testimony. It's, I share. I show my scars. I, I'm thankful for the scar. <laughs> and I hurt. Sometimes I do hurt. And I say, thank you, God. I have my foot too Amen. hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Amen. So, Isn't that awesome? I love that yeah. testimony. Thank you, Susan. Susan has been, come on up, Jake. Come on up, Jake. She has been waiting for the opportunity to share her testimony. To share how God, she had a vision of getting better, and she trusted God. I just want to encourage you today, because I'm going to close now. I don't know what you're facing in life. I don't know what you're dealing with in life. But if God did that for Susie, he can do it for you. How bad it might look, how terrible it may seem. God can turn it around. See, I choose to believe that. When I think of the building, when I think of the carpet, when I think of the vision of Thrive Church, someone had to believe. Sometimes there were times where I didn't have a clue if we were going to make it, if the church was ever going to be built. I had it in my heart that I wanted to, in my heart, just like David had a, He wanted to build a temple for God. They had the tabernacle, a moving tabernacle. But he had something in his heart that he wanted to build a building for God. Yet he didn't get to build it. It was his son Solomon. But yet it was in his heart. And finally it was erected. And so beautiful. Hard to explain everything that was in that tabernacle, but it was so beautiful. Because it was in his heart. What's in your heart today? And God has put things in your heart. Will you believe it? Will you trust him? So I want everybody to stand this morning. And I'm going to ask you a question to this morning. What are you facing? What are you dealing with? Do you need Jesus? See, the first first thing that you need to do when you want a miracle is you've got to believe in Jesus. I'm I'm going to say that again. If you need a miracle in your life, it starts with believing Jesus. If you want to see a miracle, just look at the people standing next to you, all around you. They're miracles. And I want to ask you today, what are you believing for? What do you need God to do for you? And this morning, I'm not going to have you raise your hand for salvation. What I want to do this morning is pray for those that need a miracle this morning. I could, 
I could keep you here for a long time telling you I've seen God show up in steps. Michael, it's good to have your daddy with us today. So good. I could go in so many stops along the way to where we are today and and share miracle after miracles with you. I know my God is able to do it. I know he's able. He's strong enough. He's big enough. So I'm going to ask you, do you, I want to pray with those that need a miracle this morning. I just think it's just that testimony of, of Susan's, just seeing what God has done and what he's going to continue to do at Thrive Church. Do you need a miracle? I want to pray with you. And then we're going to leave and go out. Uh, you can follow Teresa and I, and we're going to go out into the parking lot, and then we're going to cut the ribbon, and we're going to, we're going to get down and have some good times. We're going to eat. But do you need a miracle? I want you to get out of your seats right now and come to the altar if you need a miracle. A miracle. Please come right now. Please come. Jill, can you? You need a miracle. Lead him, Jill. Lead him, Jill. Right there. I want you to stay right there. Come on, encourage these people. They look at all these people that need miracles. You need a miracle. Regardless of how big it is or how small it is, you need a miracle. You need a miracle in your life. You need a miracle in your family. You need a miracle with your children. You need a a miracle in your finances. I want you to come. You need a miracle with a relationship. I want you to bring that forward. You need Jesus, the miracle worker in your life. I want you to come forward. You need Jesus. It starts there. Some of you are wondering, when when is it ever going to kick in? Well, is Jesus Lord of your life? Are you trusting him? Are you following him? I'm just waiting. I'm, I'm okay. I'm just waiting because they're still coming. Come on down. Come on down. Such a powerful moment. I thank you for obeying God, the Holy Spirit, and coming up here. I need some prayer warriors if you'll come up around these beautiful people. I need some people strong in faith to come and just put your hand on them. Some of you, your addictions are so bad, it's strangling the very life out of you. And I believe in this house today, the miracle is here today. Some of you need a physical healing. It's here today. I want you to believe that. As as Susan was talking about that, that's that grain of a mustard seed, the size, that size of faith. That's all God, give him something to work with right now. Father, set your hands forward, everybody that's in the building. Father, from the right, my right to my left, people need a miracle, Father God. There's been too much going on in their lives, God. And this is, they've hit dead end after dead end. And today, God, you promised us is a day of salvation. Today is a day of healing. Today is a day of deliverance. 
today is the day to be set free. Today is the day that our bodies are going to respond to the anointing of God and the presence of God. And my body is going to be healed in Jesus' name. Father, I, I, I believe with everything within me, God, that you are working even right now as I'm praying. There's some that are seeking you and they're pushing in so strong, God. All they're doing is, is got you. It's like, like Susan was saying, I just wanted to hear Christian music. There's people, all they want is to get their minds focused on you because that's where we need to be. God, focus completely upon you, our healer, right now. And everyone in this building that's at this altar, God, I pray, marriages, God, in the name of Jesus, are going to be healed in Jesus' name. Relationships are going to be healed in Jesus' name. Broken relationships are going to come back together. People that have cancer in this room right now are going to be healed. And we're going to hear testimony after testimony of how, God, you are great and greatly to be praised but Lord there's going to be healings that are happening that's going to happen and there will be testimony after testimony of people being healed of cancer right now in the mighty name of Jesus I declare it and believe it and I speak that over them God right now God, that you are moving by your spirit. Quicken these mortal bodies, God, right now. God, move mightily, Father God. Start from the top of their heads. Holy Spirit, move right now. Holy Spirit, go right now. And and move on people's bodies in the name of Jesus. Quicken these bodies. Bring resurrection life of Jesus inside of people, Lord. I pray that right now. Habits are being broken right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, habits are being broken. Holy Spirit, breathe right now. There's people that just need you, Lord, to move on them. Holy Spirit, move on them. Holy Spirit, do your work right now in the name of praying the Holy Ghost right now if you can. Pray in the Spirit right now over those that are nearby right now. God, bring peace into people's lives in Jesus' name. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray it. Lord, I just ask you, I just ask you, go ahead, just worship, come on, come on, just worship, come on, call on, you have, we have a moment, go ahead, just call on Jesus, call on Jesus, Lord, we praise you, Lord, we worship, come on, church, come on, you in the pew, would you worship, give, give God time, a room to move right now, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, put some things back together in Jesus' name. Put some things back together that were broken. I feel I need to pray over that, that the Lord is putting some things back together that were broken. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, we praise you. Sweet Spirit, come right now and settle some things right now. Holy Spirit, come. Sweet Spirit, bring peace over these beautiful people, Lord. The troubled hearts bring peace. You'll keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you, Lord. Give him peace right now. Give Ronnie peace right now. We settle it right now. We're turning to you, God. We're focusing on you, God. We're focusing on you, Lord. We're focusing on you and nobody else. 
Jesus' name. Now let's give God praise in the house because I believe He's worth. Now before you go back to your seats, it starts with believing. Look, look at me, all of you. It starts believing in Jesus, baby. I want you to say this, everybody in this room, dear God, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the Son of God, and you're my healer. Forgive me of my sins. I want to believe in you. I want to trust in you. I want my miracle today. And I ask you, God, to touch my life. Change me, Jesus. Start from, start from the inside. Start in my heart, God. Change me. I want to be more like you, Jesus. I thank you for hearing my prayer. I confess you as my Lord. You're my Savior. I now belong to you. Satan, get out of my life. In Jesus' name, you have no part of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer today. I am saved, born again, in Jesus' name. Amen. Give God praise in the house. Now, I want to ask some of you, you feel better? Yeah. Now, you can have that every day if you're in your home. Just do me a favor. Shut the TV off. Put your phone in, in the car. Lock it. Go in the house. Turn on some worship music. Okay, buddy? Yeah? You're the one that's going to get dunked, baptized next time we baptize, right? But you just get alone in the presence of God because God is great and you get into his presence you're going to see what he'll do in your life son you know what he loves you as much as he loves anybody in this room and if he can set me free he can set you free if he can set these two guys see these three guys right here the three stooges right here if God can set each one of those free and they were the worst and every one of them can tell you all they had on their minds was hurting people, you know, and drugs and all that kind of life. But look at where they're ministers, you know. So God can do it. You may go back to your seats, everybody. Wow. Are you ready to go outside with me? Let's go outside and celebrate. I'm going to, uh, Teresa and I are going to walk out the center aisle. Will you guys follow me out? We're going to walk out, go north out of the exits and go out. I'm excited to do this with you. What a great, great vision God has for us. Here we go, everybody. Hear the word roaring. 
is thunder with a new future to tell for the dry season is over there is a cloud beginning to swell to the skies heavy with blessing lift your eyes offer your heart jesus christ open the heavens now we receive the spirit of god we receive